To the Now We're Talking podcast, where we attempt to review the entire UK series of Now That's What I Call Music in chronological order. I'm Harry. I'm Martin. And I'm Jacob. This week we'll be discussing Volume 5, Disc 1 of Now That's What I Call Music. I've got the. Oh, you can ask some questions from Kaylee. Well, Do you remember I was going to say, by the way, <laughs> didn't I break your heart? Please excuse me, I never meant to break your heart. Didn't I break your heart, though? Is that you? Yeah. Okay. No, but you broke mine. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, what can I ask you, Harry? Are we not happy in our own way? And we the people who reason why forever change. It sort of starts out as a question, and then it, it goes off a cliff a bit. Are we not happy in our own way? And we the people who reason why forever change as time goes by. Yes or no? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. We're happy, but no, we're not ever changing as time goes by. No, hang on. We're not happy, but we are ever changing as time goes okay. by. But are we believing the heavenly survive? Faith, the future, big life on their side. Uh, no, because if you're heavenly, you're already dead. Okay, that seems a fair comment. So, now five. When was that released, Harry? It was released on the fifth of August, nineteen eighty-five. There was quite a big gap, wasn't there, between of four August, and five? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they got discouraged. I think they got their fingers burned with hits one get into number one okay. instead of now four so they got together to lick their wounds I, yeah I think they and they said let's make this all really good now and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. really work because yeah. it's not very good now it's but. my fucking hell <laughs> well, well when so when was the last one it was way back November November November, November, November 84 yeah, so it's been nearly a year almost gap. a year yeah you'd better get stuck into wow. it you really would have thought they'd have quite a lot of stuff to choose from no, <laughs> like, no. But yeah. well, well, this is the thing. As I've said before, because I thought, oh, they must be missing loads out. But there weren't as many singles released in those days because things would hang around for ages. Yeah. You know, find young cam- cannibals, chemicals. Yeah. Find young chemicals. Find young chemicals. <laughs> that would that would go in at like thirty or something, and then slowly yeah. creep up, stay in the top for a while. I mean, you'll see that when I go into the songs. There are Christmas songs that came out between these two nows that were still in the charts in March. Yeah. You know, bothering the lower regions. <laughs> bothering the lower regions, <laughs> so to speak. Oh, don't bother the lower regions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are quite a few that, that aren't on here, though, that were big hits in the, in the mm-hmm. interim. Um, there must be, have been because if not that like near year period was terrible for music oh, like, there was some good stuff I'll get it? into that yeah but yeah it was number one for five weeks oh, yeah, now from, five uh, the 11th of August to the 14th of September it was uh, preceded by Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits oh my god yeah and then it was knocked off the top by Like a Virgin by Madonna nice. I believe Brothers in Arms yeah. was like one of the first big CDs that like sold loads on CD Let's just mention the now artwork. We've got the pig still. 
It's think... called 80s visors, and he's got like a cherry floating above him or something. Have you yeah. found out yeah. why there's the peak on this yet? Yeah, because yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. so I think this is the last time yeah. we see the pig face, uh, isn't it? Uh, I think it's only on a few. We're still going with the sort of uh, bingo ball theme there with uh, the, the letters of now and five being written in different coloured balls. And then we've got a handwritten music and a sort of lightning stripe. And then I don't really know what the hell just that like, is. Just looks sort of like, you know, what? What's this? Is that like it's a grilled sandwich or something? It's his shirt. But it's not in proportion to his head. Wow, shirt. he's massive. I didn't realise that was supposed to be his shirt. Yeah, he's a big lad. He's fucking but huge. He's, he's a pig. He's yeah, what's he's pig? fucking big. Pigs aren't that big. <laughs> how do you know how big a pig look, is? He's got you two dead or alive. He's got different proportion body. He's got the band logos written across his shirt, but they he's they're not part of the shirt because some of the letters pop off the top of the shirt, right? And then right, poor old he, he poor stitched old, them on, innit? It's like when yeah. you get those, like you know, you stick on favourite bands. On your then cup. when you look at it as well, the letters of now recur in reverse order. I don't know why that is, but they're sort of strewn there. And then poor old Phil Collins gets most of his name cut off. I didn't bother. So does is that supposed to be Paul Young there? Where it's like like a signature. Yeah. I'm right. I guess that was and then you've got there. a sort of star field in the background, like a sort of uh, it's like splats. Yeah, so it's a really bad album cover, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's an aesthetic that it, it's interesting to see these early things before they just go right. Let's just do big chunky letters. Big, yeah, forever. <laughs> what about the history? Right, well, well, going well I'm going to split it up because like we've got you know there's a whole year pretty much yeah okay. so gonna do a little rundown of just to, up till the end of 84 okay and then a little round up of, of 84 in sure. music sure. okay on uh, well actually anything that happened all happened in December on December 1st there was a controlled in- impact demonstration which was NASA and the Federal Aviation Ad- Administration remotely crashed a Boeing 720 into the ground and it's quite a famous experiment that they did to see if they could, uh, or what happens in a crash. <laughs> what happens if you crash big planes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a good Wikipedia, that's okay. why. It's, it's a good one to look at, that one. Check that out. Yeah. On December the 3rd, British Telecom was privatised. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, I'm afraid so. And on uh, December the 22nd, Bernard Getz is that guy who shot the robbers on the uh, New York subway. And it's a very famous case in America because he's murdered these guys who were trying to rob him on a subway train. And it was like a white guy. He shot these three black guys that were trying to rob him. And I think he got off. I think he got acquitted. It was a big (laughs) deal in America in the 80s, the whole Bernie Getz trial. It was kind of like the OJ one, but for the 80s. <laughs> OJ for the 80s? Yeah, it's like an OJ for the 80s. They should put that on the poster for that trial. By the end of 84, crack cocaine had been introduced to America and had taken very strong hold and was uh, spreading and known as the crack epidemic by then. So, wow. Yeah, crack cocaine. Well, we know, now that's what I call drugs podcast. Uh, yeah, so right, hatches, matches and dispatches. Born in December 1984. Formula One driver Robert Kubitzer. Footballer and Arsenal perennial bench warmer, Santi Cazorla. Uh, Liverpool centre-back pairing, Daniel Agger and Martin Skirtle. Uh, uh, Squirtle? Yeah, Squirtle. Pokemon. 
Uh, wrestler Luke Gallows oh. slash Festus slash Big LG slash Doc Gallows slash some other one. Sex Ferguson. Sex Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, Friar Ferguson. No, that wasn't him. That was Sebastian Bugger, wasn't it? No, it was just Sex Ferguson. Yeah, and uh, on the 30th of December, 84, LeBron James. Oh, wow. Basketballing legend. Wow. Basketballing. Yeah, it so, was fine. So matches in December. Bette Midler and Martin von Hasselberg were yeah. married. She She kept her name. She <laughs> <laughs> didn't become better than Olivia Newton John married Matt Latanzi. Who's Matt Latanzi? Olivia Newton John's husband. He's an actor. I thought you were going to say Matt Latissier. I was like, whoa, <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> and uh, also Jamie Lee Curtis married Christopher Guest from Spinal Tap. Really? I think they're still yeah. married, aren't they? Because wow. wow. I, I think married. now one of them, I can't remember if it's uh, Christopher Guest, but one of them is like the heir to something. So they're like aristocrats now. Wow. Really? Yeah, again, I'll fact check that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Dispatches, we've got Jack Mercer, who was the voice of Popeye in December. Um, also Razzle, drummer from Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. Died at quite a young age, yeah, I think. Was it from the porn mag, Razzle? Crack, I don't know if it was Crack, because they're a British band, aren't they? So they might, uh, yeah, they might have done an American tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found some crack. Got involved in the crack yeah. cocaine epidemic. Yeah. Well, they name Rocks. It sounds like, you know, Crack Rocks. Yeah, and Hanoi rock rocks. Crack. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and but Hanoi's in is it Vietnam? Isn't yeah, it? but they I don't know more about Vietnam later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sam Peckinpah, who we were talking about, who directed oh, yeah. Julian Lennon's video, he which died. won loads of awards, even though it was uh, a very terrible. ordinary video. Well, he died. Maybe it was uh, making yeah. that video that killed. That was him. the last thing he did. Yeah, yeah he made yeah. it, and the the shame. Did he take his own life? Um. Oh, it doesn't say. No, it doesn't it's possible. Say. No. Uh, <laughs> it's or, possible. Or just, just, or you know, just I don't know. His heart, his heart broke. I, I think know. he was he was fairly old by then. He's yeah, made a load of westerns and that. Well, uh, did he get shot trying to mug a guy on a subway? Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, could have been. Could have been. Could have been one of them. I was able to use. Uh, one of your facts from a previous podcast in a oh, real yeah. life conversation oh yeah yeah the, the thing about the the drill that was so successful that um, you know the Soviets thought that there was actually an attack being launched oh yeah, yeah I brought that up yeah. and someone's like oh yeah, yeah I don't know about that and I felt like yeah this, this is expanding my brain oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all that is it I can, yeah, I've got a roundup of music in 1984 to kind of finish 1984 as a year. Let's do it at the end. Do it at the end of the end. Of the end. Well, I, I yeah. usually run down because yeah. basically music. we're just going to find out a few things that happened in music. The the biggest selling of the year. Ooh, see, this and will keep people listening. I yeah, want to know. Yeah. yeah, coming up, coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the coming winner of the, the winners of the '84 Brit Awards as well. Oh my god, nice. Brit yeah. Awards were okay. back like in '84. Yeah, yeah. When did yeah. they start then? Uh, like in the late '70s. I think. Wow. Yeah. What about the Mobos? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> all to come. It's all to come. Duran Duran, all over the nails, aren't they? Oh, God, God, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, you know, I, I guess they're doing a lot of songs. Um, 
We haven't quite got to the lull that they have when they suddenly don't do anything for years and then do Ordinary World in 92. Yeah. I think so, uh, this is potentially the worst opening now song so far. Um, um, I think it's alright. Oh no, because the last one opened with that fucking Paul McCartney song that Harry loves. Oh no, that's good. That. <laughs> no, 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 this is better than that. I don't mind yeah. the view to a kill. It's got some nice sort of gated orchestral hits <laughs> that fade in. <laughs> it's it's not a particularly good Bond theme. No. Uh, there's, there's better Bond <laughs> themes. The chorus kind of sounds... If you changed a note or two in the chorus, it would be really epic, but it, John Barry did a load of orchestration on it. So it's probably a real orchestra. Actually, yes, yeah, this is this is exactly what I was about to say. It's another shit use of a 60-piece orchestra. <laughs> and it's the second time that a 60-piece orchestra has been referred to as well. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, well, these, these bands, they keep getting them in. It, like, there was one in Temptation. Yeah, 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 they yeah. keep getting them in. They go like, oh, I just want you to go, done, like, <laughs> yeah. every 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, but like, well, sixty-piece orchestra. They keep saying a sixty-piece. Who are the twelve people that <laughs> lost their jobs when it's not a seventy-two? Yeah, like, oh no, we only need the sixty. Oh fuck's sake! Like, uh, the, oh bollocks! Oh, go home again. <laughs> probably the bassoon player or something. Like that. Yeah, oh, man, don't need that. I never want bassoon. Or James Bond would like bassoon. Yeah, <laughs> is that part of a standard seventy-two? I don't know. <laughs> like, so. Surely the yeah, those extra twelve are like really like fancy. The instruments no one needs Gorham Glay from yeah. a triangle isn't it one of the Jews Harp that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not part of the 72 <laughs> <laughs> Stylophone uh. <laughs> this uh, this thing's been creeping up on me for a while that I haven't mentioned but always thought I just don't think Simon Le Bon is a particularly good singer and in this song he sounds like he's really straining, straining yeah. at the limits of what yeah. he can actually yeah. do he's got a good name you know Simon Le Bon is a great pop name really good but yeah I don't know the chorus just feels like it wants to really take off and yeah. I just want to rewrite it a little bit but then I feel really arrogant because it's Duran Duran and John Barry and here I am with no hits no Bond themes you know but I still feel like I don't know I didn't think this was a Bond theme. I've like no, it was. It, it was. No, I'm not. I'm not in, like in denial. It's oh, a right. I mean, like I've heard this song before, and I didn't realise it was a. Bond oh, okay, theme. yeah. Um, well, it, it's one good thing about it is it's it's a Bond theme that that puts the title of the film in there. I like I like it when they do that. Like yeah. Golden Goldfinger. Eye, Goldfinger, all yeah. of them. But sometimes we have all the Golden time Eye in the world. Oh. We have all the time in the world is a Bond theme, but there's no Bond theme. Is it? Bond film called We Have All the Time in the World. No, but there? that is a good name for a Bond film. Well, no, because it, it makes sense. You have to do things like You Only Live Twice, things that, oh, that are like non sequitur kind <laughs> of things. We have all the world in the time. <laughs> yeah, sort of like that. Or, you know. <laughs> Although I was sort of thinking at one point, I was trying to imagine this in like an opening sequence to a Bond theme or something, or just like mm. in a scene, and I was like, I don't think it would really work very well in a Bond film. No, all those orchestral stabs, you can imagine someone turning around with a gun. I'm not sure, I think this might have been the last, I don't know if it's the last Roger Moore one or the first Timothy Dalton one. I'm not, right. I'm not a Bond I'm not uh, a Bonder It was started well. The the is it the bassist Roger Taylor? He he was all drunk and he went up to Cubby Broccoli at a dinner yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. When are you gonna have someone good on your oh, side? Yeah, it was Roger Moore, was it? Yeah, yeah it's it's all right then. Roger Moore, I believe. I know it was John Taylor who's yeah drunkenly asked Cubby Broccoli to uh, that mm. they could well not if they could do one, but if they were gonna get someone good. So yeah, he he got. He got John Barry and Jonathan Elias to go and work with them to make this song. And they all got together to have a little 
songwriting session they all just got drunk instead yeah for the first ones i, I like that yeah that's what normally happens when you're in a band let's get together and do Go some music get drunk just with get the boys drunk, yeah <laughs> lots of sort of just the footage of the film and that in in the video with some bits where a guy's yeah. taking some pictures of a model lady yeah i don't really know I'm, standard after listening to a song i'm not really that I'm none the wiser about what a view to a kill means. Well, is it just like a place that a sniper would go because they've got well, a good yeah, view, or is it someone watching a kill? Is it like a peeping Tom snuff to movie kill. thing? Is it like well, it's like with a view to a kill in it? So it's like you know, in with oh, a, a with sort of half intention thing. Yeah, like, oh, I've got a view. To... I've got a view to going out and having a beer. I've got a view to a kill. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking about it. I want to know what the price is, yeah. what the details are before I decide. It'd be like an old public hanging where you'd sell a ticket and be like, oh, this is a view, a view to a kill. Yeah, going out with a view to <laughs> pulling the bird. <laughs> going out with a view to yeah, a kill. But that's, <laughs> not how, that's not how Bond operates. He's, a, he's in the MI10 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, kills a lot he gets guys. orders. He gets he told, you need to kill this person. He doesn't just wander down the street and go... Fancy killing someone? There we go. You well, all do. But you know, he also doesn't when he's on his missions. When henchmen jump out, he's not like, "No, my mission is to kill this one guy. I'm not killing <laughs> these guys." He'll happily just mow them all down. Yeah, yeah. True. He kills a lot of guys in those films. Does yeah. Bond? He's yeah, but he's the only one in those films that knows how to shoot a gun straight. Yeah, so yeah. Well, he's fine, isn't he? He just wades in. Well, it's that <laughs> classic thing where the only the only reason why Bond always is the victor is because he's the he's the protagonist. So they're always going to write it. So that, but you know, this isn't a Bond podcast. So there's a bit where a blind man blows up the photographer's head at the end. So maybe <laughs> that's something to do with a view to a kill. What? But that doesn't make any sense. It should be like uh, a heightened sense of hearing to a kill. He's only got a view. He's blind. So. At the end, Simon Le Bon says Le Bon. Simon Le Bon. Oh, <laughs> nice. oh, I bet he enjoyed nice. doing that, didn't he? Nice. I bet he was always wanting to do I bet that. he threatened to walk if that didn't happen. the only thing he came up with in their writing <laughs> session? In the video. <laughs> right, when he's pissed. I want to say, um, Le Bon. Simon Le Bon. It doesn't even scan well. Too many syllables. In Canada, it was number one, eh? Oh, I liked it in Canada. People like Bond, don't they? And in Ireland, like. they said, we like that durn durn, so we do. Dern, number dern. two for Darren Darren. <laughs> in New Zealand, they said uh, number 13, mate. UK number two went silver. Still, only a two, though. It's a US number one, partner. Uh, Not Su Sudio off the number one in the US. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, good success for uh, Duran Duran there. All top tens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well done. Oh, apart from New Zealand. But, uh, Surely, what about the most important one of all? The Kent. Oh, yeah. Did it crack the camp? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's all fine, but what about <laughs> the camp? We need a sound effect for it, don't we? Hello, boys, it's David Ken. How you been? <laughs> yeah, all right, Ken. You yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been just quite... Compi- compiling charts? <laughs> yeah, just writing some more chart books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, number six for this one, mate. Number six? Yeah, Ken, ten. you harsh bastard. Well, you know, we thought it was all right, but it's not as good as... Please, please tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad.
So let's get Sk- ready for an itty bitty of Squitty Politty. Oh, yes. That's all I know of Squitty Politty until I heard this terrible song. Well, the, the, the thing is, they sound like they were a really interesting band to begin with. Those sort of post-punk Marxist people. But this is, right. but this is maybe like after quite a few stylistic changes. This, I, I'm guessing, like, because I was listening to it and I was like, well, this is really bad white man reggae. And I like white man reggae. You know? Well, I don't know. I liked it. I it oh, good. you liked it? Yeah, I liked it, I, yeah. I thought it was bad white man reggae. And uh, that's saying something. Yeah. I, I well, like uh, a lot of white man reggae. David uh, Ganson. It's not UB40, is it? I haven't written round down if David Ganson is in the band or the producer. He's an American keyboard musician, but he's like he's worked with Kesha, Kelly Clarkson, Jesse J, Adam Lambert, Shaka Khan... Charlie XCX, oh, yeah. uh, Sheila E, George Benson, Luther Vandross, Donny Osmond, Miles Davis, Tony LeMann, and Roger Troutman. And the oh, Troutman, yes! And the drummer in uh, oh. this Gritty Politty song, Fred Mayer, he uh, right. he also recorded with uh, Lou Reed, and yeah, that's some pretty impressive wow. credits for what I can't even remember how the bloody song went now. I remember it being Oof. like really bad white man reggae. <laughs> the, first, the first time I listened to it. The first time I listened to the song today. <laughs> oh, was it that one? I thought, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, it sounds a bit sort of sparse and like empty and that. But like, I listened to it a couple more times. I quite liked it. Mm. It's got a funny voice. It's all like high and whispery. Yeah, but was, I liked it. He's not even going to win the, the battle of the funny voices on this volume now, though, is he really? Mm, well, yeah. yeah I still got it. <laughs> no, I thought, yeah, I've got another tight in mind. We can thrash it out later. I thought he was a rapper because of his 1999 album Anhemi and Bonamy or whatever it was, which has got loads of rappers on it. It's got like Moz Def and stuff. That's quite good. But I always thought he was a rapper because of that. I didn't realise he was a singer and he'd done all this, this other stuff in the 80s that sounds mm. not very much like what he did in the 90s but it says earlier on about how they like come up with manifesto about how they have to be really radical big beats the best get yeah. high all the time it <laughs> <laughs> well, was a UK number 6 yeah and uh, only really caught on in Australasia Australasia yeah that's the only other part of the world it caught on wow uh, New Zealand got number 18 and uh, David Kent. Oh, it yeah, Kent, did it? <laughs> just about. That was a number seventy on the Kent. I quite liked it. <laughs> what was your expression for that? Bothering the low numbers. Yeah, <laughs> bothering the lower reaches. <laughs> bothering the lower reaches of the yeah. Kent. There. Oh, yeah, you got to listen to that. Pray like a reef of Franklin one. That's really good. Well, in the break. But if you don't like the word girl, I don't know. You might, <laughs> I don't know. Might not uh, like that. good version of Axel F and we can talk about that it's, it's, what, how do you mean the good version the one that doesn't have a crazy frog on no, it is what well, I mean oh, yeah right. I guess that makes it the good version if there's a good <laughs> and bad but I don't find either of them are particularly good it's a catchy tune it's just it's like the other bits of it aren't very good and it just kind of runs the theme yeah. to the ground but I, I just remember watching Beverly Hills oh, yeah. and like it was just really it's a really good bit of like music cue that you can put in pretty much any scene whatever he's doing like if he's 
shooting you know walking in somewhere to shoot someone you could do that theme you can do the slow the slow version yeah, when he's I mean, bedding someone if, I don't know if he did yeah. that but probably I just I've heard it so many times and find it quite annoying I think it works in Beverly Hills Cop like you say and I, yeah. love, I love the Beverly Hills Cop films they're fucking awful <laughs> but oh god I like the, the drums on it but again Harold Faltermeyer he is another one with a, a big pedigree he's worked with Donna Summer Blondie Latoya Jackson the best Jackson Oh. Jennifer Rush, Cheap Trick, Sparks, Bonnie Tyler, and Pet Shop Boys. You know. It did work with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. The title apparently comes from the main character's name, Axel Foley, but it also happens to be in the key of F minor. Someone felt like that was worth pointing out on uh, Wikipedia, <laughs> so well, I thought I'd oblige them. It is quite fun. It does sound never... quite sad when you play the chords. <laughs> yeah. I never thought... Like made the connection that it's called Axel F because his name's Axel Foley. Axel Foley. That is a great film name, isn't it? But, well, that's what Wikipedia is for people yeah. like you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just point you in the, just shove you in the right direction. The other, the other <laughs> thing about this song is it uses uh, a Roland Jupiter Eight, uh, a Moog Modular Synthesizer Fifteen, a Roland GX. It basically uh, uses like, and it's got Lin drums as well. It uses like all the classic eighties keyboards, which means. Yeah, it's just an ultimate 80s it is, song. It is, it is. <laughs> um, I mean, you can probably get all of those in like a download of VSTs now, but at the time, that was some serious gear. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you're a synth geek, yeah, Synth Britannia's on the iPlayer again at the moment. Is it? Yeah. You know, we've kicked off now in the golden age of... Well, the golden age of synths and pop music, synths around before this, but they weren't used so much commercially... When people think of 80s music, they think of everything being really synthetic. Mm. But I feel like things have gone almost full circle again, because for ages, people would listen to 80s stuff, and go, oh, that sounds really shit and dated. And now it's become really cool again, all those sounds. Which just goes to show that opinions are just stupid, really, aren't they? Opinions are like arseholes. Everybody's got one. Yeah. They all stink. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of this song, Harry? You've been very quiet about Axel F. Uh, he's ready to oh, unleash well, a storm. There's not much to say, is there? Really? I didn't hate it, like, but yes, yeah, there's not like much going on, is no. there? And like, it's not like new and exciting. It's not like oh, this. Yeah, yeah I've heard this loads. <laughs> yeah, the video is not that interesting either. You get a little bit of Harold playing the keys mm. and that, playing his different synths, showing you them. Is, and, is uh, Eddie Murphy there? Well, yeah, there's a guy on a computer, and yeah. it must have been a good one for 1984 because he's just streaming clips of the film. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, really good quality as well. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's mainly the video. That's all it's all about. It's great. Yeah. If if it had been made about ten years later, he would have been all over the video in about five different fat suits. <laughs> I love that shit. The only per- everyone hates only if he gets paid five times for it. Yeah, you got to pay me five salaries. <laughs> uh, you, I, yeah, I wonder if he had to go on top of the pops, like you know, in the sort of nineties when you've got those club tunes that uh-huh. go on top. They're like, we have to just get some guys on with like sunglasses yeah. and some inflatables and some hot girls. Like, yeah, this is what we look like. It's, it's just a guy playing the record, and then, or just a guy just stand behind a keyboard yeah. and just like stand there playing keyboard while yeah. we've got yeah, singers well, and dancers. And that's what we haven't really had a lot of yet. Considering it's the eighties, because the eighties was full of like duos of a singer and a moody synth player yeah. Pet Shop Boys you had Erasure you had like all, all them bands doing that the Eurymix was a little spin on that got a manly sounding woman instead of a gay man but you know yeah. similar fit. so I suppose we had Eurymix <laughs> sex crime 
Sex There must be more. We had. Oh no, we didn't have Yazoo, did we? We had the Flying Pickets version of that. Yeah, I still don't know the difference between Yaz and Yazoo, and I don't think I ever will. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Orb and Orbital in the 90s. Is, anyway. what, is Alison Moyer the one in Yazoo? Yeah. Okay, well that fits the formula then, probably, doesn't it? Yeah, right, did it crack the Ken? <laughs> did it crack the Ken? <coughs> well, in Ireland, it was a number one. They wow. love, they love Beverly Hills Cop. How did this get? To <laughs> find the idea hilarious. It is. What does he do in all them synthesizers? It's just the third. It's the third policeman, with Flann O'Brien, just in Beverly Hills, isn't it? So that's why I like it. <laughs> Beverly Hills Garda. <laughs> in New Zealand, they said, "Yeah, we like that 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 black cop." Number five. <laughs> I said black up. Well, that is accurate. No. <laughs> New Zealand. No. In the UK, we said, yeah, we're getting used to the idea and those sorts of things. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> In America. It's so well. Howdy, partner. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the listeners at home, that was Harry dropping his notebook. He was doing American hand gestures too large. Yeah. Yeah. Howdy, partner. Still number three, though. Still number three. <laughs> well, it probably sold well in Beverly Hills, didn't it? David Kent. I like that bit where he's hanging off the fairground ride. Is that in the first one? Uh, isn't that in the third one? Is it? Is that <laughs> one on the fairground? Probably. Well, I like that bit anyway. Number six. I like that background bit. (laughs) I think they use this song in all of the movies. Oh, before I forget, we were talking about what is a hit record. Right. What constitutes a hit record. And I did look it up, and I found out that to be considered a hit record, you have to get into the UK top 75 or the Billboard Hot 100, and that is a hit. Oh, you've got to stay there for at least one week as well. But that that's such a low bar, isn't well, it? We could we could be here. It's a pretty low bar. Shall we have a hit? Well, some people argue that Boys it House. should be the UK Top 100, because uh, I don't really know why they argue that. It seems a bit too much, doesn't it? But I'd say 40. That's all it gets. Yeah, Top about, 40, that's, you know... It was always the Top 40, wasn't it? That's what we to. You never look at the Top 50, do you? It's top 40. Top 40, yeah. On a Sunday afternoon. For fine young cannibals. He's my pick. He's my pick for the best weird singer on here. Yeah. It's got yeah. it's got a lovely. I, yeah, I didn't weird mind this song. I thought it was alright. It made me I, laugh. It made me want to listen to Come yeah, Back Johnny liked by Devo. I liked the like uh, the little trumpets. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. alright. It was alright. It was alright. Apparently, it's, it's more fun to sing it and not listen to it. Yeah. And just go, Johnny! <laughs> Speaking of weird voices, I'm apparently sorry. it featured additional vocals by Jimmy Somerville. Did it? Who's Jimmy Somerville? Oh, come on. Jimmy Somerville, Bronsky Beat. Yeah. Oh, the, the, on, yeah. the quintessential Glaswegian. They're, yeah. they're named. <laughs> <laughs> their name <laughs> 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 their name uh, 
<laughs> their, their name, Fine Young Can- Cannibals, came from the 1960 film All the Fine Young Cannibals, starring Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood. Oh, right. And, uh, oh no, I see where I've gone wrong. Now, the B side of this was a cover of Elvis Presley's Suspicious Minds, and that had Jimmy Somerville on it. Oh, wow, I'd love to hear this guy oh. singing Suspicious Minds. It is, with Jimmy Somerville. Somerville. It's similar to the style of many of the, the other bands here. A mixture of rock and ska with Roland Gifts to sing to vocals. I don't really hear the ska in there. It's got a trumpet. Oh, it is. It's uh, got a trumpet. Well, there's, ba- a, there's a jazz type <laughs> trumpet solo, and it's one of the group's most popular hits. Tells the gritty, realistic story of a runaway youth and alternates from the first-person narrative, explaining how his arrival in the big city has not turned out as he expected. And then it changes to the view of the parents in the chorus, expressing their wish that he would come home. So, were the Fur Young Cannibals the ones who did... Trust me, crazy! Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the only song I know they're, by them. That's great, they're great at this moment. It's okay, yeah, yeah that's the only one I know. The video is just them playing in a studio, like in a little recording studio but they're able to have a better stage presence and it's a better video than a lot of live performance ones that we've Ah, seen because I was saying about how that becomes a big thing in the 80s the footage of them in the video that becomes like this massive thing later on so this might be the first time we've seen that yeah I think yeah I don't think some of these things are cliches yet because it's still sort of the early days of video so but there's loads of things that are just oh god this is such a cliche. You too is coming up later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not a bad one for these boys. UK number eight. Yeah, good lads. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, in Canada, in number sixteen, the sweet sixteen for you. Yeah. Sweet sixteen. In Ireland, they said number eight. <laughs> uh, New Zealand, they said number thirteen on the uh, New Zealand recorded music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really imaginative, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> And on the, it's uh, got to be recorded to get in this chart. If you've not recorded it, it's not charting, mate. <laughs> and 76 on the billboard, boy. 76. That's a hit. That's yeah. a hit. That is a hit. And uh, it's David Kent. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, number 14, boys. Yeah. 14. Number 14 for the yeah, five young nice. cannibals. Nice, good. Okay. Glad Kent. Kent, you know, he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Time for a bit of Death Watch. Yeah. Old Pete, Pete Burns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 5th of August 1959 to 23rd of October 2016. That was that year of everyone dying. And I remember at the time yeah. thinking, yeah, but the only song anyone knows by Dead or Alive is You Spin Me Right Round. Yeah. But here's another one. I know a second song and it's not as good. No, it's quite forgettable. I can't, how did really, it go? I in too deep, no getting no, out of it. In too deep, deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but then it does, and then it, then it has a little chord change, and you you got to sing the yeah. second line as well. Oh, it's good. It's just lyrics boring, aren't they? It's just a bit weak, isn't it? No, no. There's some good lyrics in there. Listen, you put your finger to the trigger and you shot my heart. Well, now I'm really going to burst your bubble. Oh. And you're thinking, <laughs> you're thinking, how's he going to burst the bubble? Because it's like, I've been shot. So he's got to at least be equal to shooting someone. Shooting the stakes. And he kind of spins it out through the whole song, so you're wondering, well, now I'm really going to burst your bubble. I could call you a lot of things. I could say there'd never be another, 
Every time the situation feels like getting hot, this is what he actually does. Every time the situation feels like getting hot, he's got to turn around and say, don't bother. I mean, that's... Someone shoots you. Just don't bother. And you plan your revenge, and you just like... Oh, don't, don't bother. bother. But he was... You know, <laughs> it's, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a bit disappointed by that, really. That, that build-up. It's kind of impossible to talk about Pete Burns without mentioning all his the face. surgery that he did to fuck <laughs> up his face. Like... Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to skirt around it, but there's no point really. It's it's the other thing that he's really famous for. I was just <clears throat> think of that bit where they showed a bit of some like reality TV show he had on Charlie Brooker where he was trying to find. He was on Celebrity Big Brother, wasn't he? Well, it was competing yeah. to be Pete Burns' personal assistant, and oh, I was like, Christ. there was like a bit where it was like the challenge was, oh, I've lost one of my lipsticks in like <laughs> in this, this <laughs> huge, really big. huge rubbish bin, <laughs> and then they were like, so I want you all to like climb in and find the lipstick, oh, and then there was like guys in just like boiler suits climbing through these big bins, <laughs> opening like bin bags full of crap to try and find the lipstick, and one of them found it. So, oh, one, I've got it. <laughs> like, I expect my personal assistant to like go through the garbage to find my uh, lipstick. The other thing that's just occurred like, oh, to me mental. about uh, old Pete Burns is that he's he's made his own band name redundant now, hasn't he? Because yeah, we know it's just dead. Yeah, he might fake his own death. Yeah, dead yeah. or alive, eh? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, he made, ah, clever man, Pete Burns. Yeah. I don't think he was. But as it, again, not everyone is taking people's band names literally. It's just you. Just <laughs> oh, we can't do that. They're called Dead or Alive. Oh, well, he's never allowed to die. You're never allowed yeah, to die yeah, well, with a band. I found like out no, because you mess it up. I, you know, Brian Wilson, a uh, famous talent songwriter, agrees with me because in the late '60s, he wanted the Beach Boys to change their name to the Beach because they weren't boys anymore. Right? <laughs> but they, they rejected the it. But well, yeah, I know, but. I mean, the Beachman. He, he was. See, that's what made him really good. He was thinking about these things. This is a Stock Aitken and Waterman track. I oh, don't know I, if it's the first one we've seen, but it's I, the first one I've noticed. I started watching a documentary about uh, Stock Aitken and the Waterman uh, yeah. the other, the other the day. Waterman. Yeah. I like that. We call him that from now on. <laughs> the Waterman. Nice under the sea imagery <laughs> in the video. Yeah, I think they mentioned that they did one of their first songs was like a song for. for Life, so I guess it was this Burnsy. one I fell asleep pretty soon after that bit I didn't see much <laughs> of the documentary yeah. and there's, some, there's some mermaid in the video there's, there's quite a few mermaids popping up now is this Just around the time thing. the splash came out oh as well? yeah it probably is isn't it that's, yeah. Why. Yeah. that's why I like that film that was good so there's a UK number 14 oh, top 20 in the UK uh-huh. in Ireland it's got number 12 and uh, David Kent I will uh, I just consult my books uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put this one at number 31 this week oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't I can't like blame it. him I'd probably no. put it lower <laughs> so that's pretty generous yeah, I can't, can't put it any higher with a band name like Dead or Alive thanks Ken <clears throat> you gotta, you got to have some longevity to have that sort of band name <laughs> <laughs> well they did have longevity because uh, I think the only reason they, they were still going and only broke up when he died I mean, they're probably only just sort of like playing Yarmouth Pier or whatever. Yeah, and by longevity, it probably just means that they, yeah, they do those 80s shows of loads of washed-up 80s guys playing their old hit. Perhaps we should go. It's like a, a day out, podcast day well, out. Well, I was thinking we should yeah. go. There was like an Alison Moyer tribute, and I thought once the podcast is up and running, have a little card, give it out to people who like this music, and then they can listen to us slagging it off. <laughs> yeah, <it'd be> like, <laughs> perfect.
Stephen Tintin Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> now, every time this song started, I went like, what's this? This sounds all right. And then quickly I go, oh, no, it doesn't. Oh, it's that song. Yeah. You know, it always gives me this sort of false hype at the start that it might be something good. The Duran Duran connection there is that he was the original Duran Duran singer. Oh, was he? Apparently, or, or uh, Tintin. Uh, well, he was I called... he was the drummer and the bass player. Oh, uh, it was something. I don't know. But he was in a band called Tintin. That's how he got Tin. That's how he got named Stephen Tintin Duffy. Oh, right. And apparently, uh, Radio One DJs used to refer to him as Stephen Duff Duff Tinny. <laughs> Duff Duff oh. Tinny. That's savage, savage satire there <laughs> from Radio One. That's an even better name, I think. Duff it Duff is. That's really good. Yeah. He also recorded under Doctor Calculus MDMA. Oh my god, yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. The bands The Lilac Time and The Devils, who were fairly successful in America, I think. Well, The the Devils, I think, was the... Apparently, he was rooting around in his attic and found some songs he'd recorded with Duran Duran, and they got together ah. and recorded them with him. But ah. I know him... My first encounter with him was uh, during the, the Britpop revolution. He recorded a one-off single, a one-off super band, Me, 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 Hanging around, which had Alex James from Blur in it, and uh, yeah, this one single which I, I used to have on cassette when I was a kid. Yeah, that was him. Oh, and I think it had someone from Elastica in it as well. He was the co-writer of Intensive Care by Robbie Williams. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was the sold eight guy eight Chambers Intensive Care. Is that a modern one? I don't oh. know. I don't know. Is that that one? Oh, that is my favourite Robbie. Yeah. Song. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even mm. remember how this goes now. No, you're the icing on the cake. <laughs> you're the icing on the cake. Hey. UK um, number 14. That's it. That's is that it? That's all, all I got. That's all I got for you. Yeah. So that's uh, a Stephen Tin Tin Duffy. Yeah. Again, redundant. You only need one tin. Oh, Don't need two tins. Yeah, there you go. Needless repetition. Yeah, exactly. Just call yourself Stephen Tin Duffy. Stephen Tin. Stephen Tin. That's a good name. <laughs> Almost like Stephen Toast. Well, okay. first time I listened to this song, for some reason I read Tintin as Tiffin. Tiffin! I thought it was called Steve Tiffin Duffy. <laughs> and then when I read it back and saw Tintin, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> Tiffin. Yeah. No, no relation to Duffy, the Welsh singer who did Rock Ferry. Uh, unless that's his daughter, but I don't think There's no relation <laughs> unless it's his daughter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's either related or no, no relation. Here. Next is Cherish by Call oh, the Gang. Oh man, I mean, when I think Call in the Gang, I think of Jungle Boogie and loads of really awesome yeah. 70s funk songs. Yeah. This is just rubbish. Yeah. Oh, oh, bit of death here, bit of death. So, Clade's uh, Charles Smith, the guitarist and co founder, born September 6, 1948, and died in 2006. Wow. Ten years before it's fashionable to die and be a musician. <laughs> <laughs> he was trendsetter at this time. <laughs> like the style counts. But according to Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, according to this, uh, the song is a romantic ballad that proved to be extremely popular and has since been a wedding song staple of sorts. 
Of I mean, sorts. Of sorts. Car, that's that'd really be a bad wedding if this is like your first Jerry first dance. Well, icing <laughs> on the cake would be good because yeah. you know while you're cutting the cake, <laughs> you're the icing on the cake. This song's yeah. like you know, it's like a love song. Sure, I can imagine yeah. you know, a wedding. But it's just so fucking. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, Axel F would be better, it? Actually, Axel F would be more the sort of consummating the uh, the marriage, wouldn't it? That'd be a good thing to do. Yeah. On that one. Even Johnny Come Home, if I could get dancing to that, but you know, cherish is just not something that I cherish. Yeah. What can I say? It's, it's a bit lazy, isn't it? Because yeah. could have written some more words, couldn't they? Like cherish the love we have. Cherish the love yeah. we have. <laughs> cherish the love. Cherish the love. Cherish the love we have. Cherish the love we have. But cherish the love we have. Cherish the love. Cherish the love. Cherish the love we have. It's another one of those songs that isn't the song the better song that I think it is because I think of Cherish is Madonna Cherish that one I don't know Cherish no. the thought of always having you that's a better song I just yeah what is that oh yeah I think it's Madonna yeah and it's uh, better than this yeah. yeah there's another mermaid in this one wow the video. well I just I just had a look and Splash was released in 1984 so I guess everyone was in on the dolphin craze yeah, yeah. she's mermaid she's mermaid yeah sorry <laughs> dolphins all fish man. it's not even all fish is it it's <laughs> really I was just thinking of Echo the dolphin no, 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 <laughs> even if you said a fish a whole fish but a dolphin's a mammal isn't it or is it a fish which well, one is it? I, I forget. It's just, you know, most people find mermaids attractive. I find dolphins attractive. <laughs> well, this one is really attractive. Fuck him in the blowhole. She's really attractive, mermaid, and he takes her and they have a nice dinner party. Oh. Yeah, that's the video. It's quite schmaltzy. Very sort of I like... suppose that makes sense, because it's the top half that's a person, so they've got lungs, so they can be out of water. Yeah. In fact, wouldn't oh, a mermaid a woman drown? She goes on land. Wouldn't a mermaid like drown? Unless they've got gills as well. She's like Splash. She's like Splash, and as long as she don't get her legs wet, she's can walk about oh ok yeah <laughs> that'd yeah. be a laugh at a party wouldn't it you'd get like the super soakers out and just spray her legs <laughs> yeah, that'd be a laugh yeah. <laughs> hey, look at this thing <laughs> based on a true story wasn't it Splash was true it true story yeah. yeah well I've seen real footage of a mermaid being put back in a river on YouTube yeah <laughs> yeah, this was uh, UK number four. What the fuck? It was riding on the back of the yeah. splash wave. Yeah. Everyone loves success. <laughs> when did the Little Mermaid come out? Was that around the same oh, time? Oh, it was around the same time. Oh, nine, oh. I think. Really? Okay, well, that's a bit Because the Little Mermaid is closer in time to the moon landings, the first moon landing, than it is uh, to today. It's oh. a little bit of thing to freak you out. 1990 it came out actually 99 oh, oh right sorry yeah wow yes yeah, so UK number 4 in the US uh, howdy partner number 2 not bad what how oh, who's buying this shit in Ireland they said I love cool and the gang number 1 what yeah. number 1 yeah uh, New Zealand they said yeah we agree with uh, the UK on this one, number four. Yeah, that seems and bad. In Canada, one. they said, This one's great, eh? I love it! They give it the number one! Papa the Boopy! Papa the Boopy! I love your Canadian accent, that's the best part. David Kent, uh, hello, boys. Uh, it's uh, David Kent here. I'm just uh, checking on the old Kent music report. I've just ridden this one up. And, uh, I've, I've got it at number eight. Number eight. I mean, that's bad because, you know, it's not a very good song. But yeah. I don't I just, It's so bland. It's, 
Yeah. How's it doing so well? I don't know. Because it's a nice ballad, isn't it? And people like that. It's not even like a good ballad. Yeah. It's a boring ballad. Well, well let's, just, you know. Say cherish the love we have over and over and over. Well, don't worry, Martin. We've got another boring ballad next. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Paul Young. Paul Young. Hang on, let me position the mic. Oh, God, God. talk about Paul Young again. <laughs> really? Uh, is he gonna... I'm not gonna? I'm not gonna defend him that much for this one. Oh, God. Well, I think this is very cheesy. It's got um, it's got Pino Palladino doing his yeah, bass. Yeah, the bass is good. Yeah, it's yeah. always good. It's a nice bass playing, but fucking song, man. It's Ooh. plodding, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we just I just had to re-listen to it to remember it. I was like, oh yeah. The problem, problem with a lot of these songs is they're so boring that like you listen to them two or three times but you still forget how they go just because yeah. they're so dull Every it was time uh, you go away you take a piece of me with you it's not like an interesting hook is it no it's it was um, there's another little like bolshy wikipedia editor here because uh, this song was apparently written and composed by Daryl Hall from Hall of Notes they yeah. recorded it in 1980 they recorded it with every time as one word and someone on the Wikipedia has put the song became an international hit with correct spacing in the title when covered by English singer Paul Young I think someone's gone yeah. to the lengths of that to be really fucking annoyed well every time isn't a word is it every time is it not no it's every it's time still in the grand scheme of things getting you know You've gone all to, all to the trouble to like edit a Wikipedia article. Yeah, what sort of people do you think do that? Yeah, They're really anal people. I, I so suppose, I'm not surprised that you had to have. No, it's people. No, grammar. it's not anal people. It's people who believe in the truth, Harry. They believe in veracity. I think it was probably probably Oates himself because he was furious that they <laughs> yeah. covered. Yeah, they put the correct spacing in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to be every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So about a place that I've made up. <laughs> but it's 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 irrelevant. I mean, it, it probably shows how song the how boring the song is that people are more passionate about whether every time should have a space in it than the song itself. Well, yeah, I mean, they didn't even think enough of it for it to be a single. It was just an album track. Yeah, Paul Young's probably quite old now, isn't he? So he should probably change his name as well. Yeah, oh god, here we go again. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, you say it's crap, but uh, no, I didn't. I did not use that word. Don't straw man I mean, me here. I, I'll say it's crap. <laughs> All right, it's crap. Well, Martin, you say it's crap. Yeah, but uh, in Canada they said. Hey, we love it! It's gold! Number one! Number one! Gold. It went gold! What the fuck, Canada? Yeah, in Ireland they said, we love it! Number two! Yeah. In New Zealand they said, every time you go away, I quite like it. Number 14. <laughs> <laughs> in the UK we said number four, silver. Still, yeah. only four, that's good. Does and he in go In America away? they said, howdy partner! It's a gold record, number one in gold. How does this song get number one? People love it. It's the uh, it's the magic Dower Hall touch, I reckon, and the and the bass. Daryl. Oh, oh, yeah. And Cherish. I guess just people were well into shit, like mopey, boring songs. Because Cherish seems to. I I don't think I've ever heard 
Hall of Notes themselves or one of their songs before. Yeah, I can't think of any Hall of Notes songs. If they're all like this one, then it's probably not worth looking, is it? Right. Uh, so Ken. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, I'm a bit late. Uh, <laughs> just been compiling another list of all my favourite Paul Young songs, <laughs> and this was number twenty. Yeah. But they're not Simon and Garfunkel, are they? They're not even a Hale and Pace. <laughs> and Ball. They're like uh, a ho- they're like a horn and cordon. <laughs> Do you remember chalk hearts melting on a playground wall? Oh, I fucking course uh, I remember. <laughs> that's, as, as opening lines go, those are like just way better lyrics than any song we've encountered so far. Yeah. Really. Oh, all, the, all the lyrics on this fucking song and the whole album this song is on. Really. Yeah, but just particularly that's really evocative. Oh, yeah. Dawn escapes yeah. from moonwashed college halls. It makes you think, why didn't anyone else put any effort in? You know, the way he says moon just sounds like he's like going. Mm. Well, Fish has always said he's more of a, a, a writer than a singer. He sings for convenience, but uh, right. so he's all about lyrics. See, this this song comes from an album that me and Martin both love called Misplaced Childhood, which he oh, supposedly so wrote on an acid trip, and then sort of like was referring back. So Kaylee is like the, a sort of uh, amalgamation of lots of exes that he'd wronged. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I've got the picture disc of Marillion's Kaylee somewhere. Oh, nice. wow. Nice. And they got the little boy in like the like army yeah. suit. And yeah, the and, and the rainbow, rainbow. and that. Yeah. yeah, classic. Supposedly, this song, this song's popularity was responsible for a significant rise in popularity of the name Kaylee. Wow. Yeah. Right. And uh, Harry Wallop. <laughs> not, not Harry Wallop. Harry <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wallop. <laughs> Wallop. <laughs> not calling any boys fish, though. No. <laughs> no. Uh, his real name's Derek Dick. Oh, right. Well, that's why... What Derek Dick. Derek Dick. Fish is better, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. But uh, Harry Wallop in the Daily Telegraph in 2011 says, uh, some names just didn't exist a generation ago, but have taken off in popularity. The most famous of these is Kaylee, yeah. which came into existence, blah, blah, blah. Since then, it's taken hold, especially with parents who grew up with a love of long-haired Buffon power ballads. I don't think that's really fair, because uh, I don't think they really looked like that. And it was a few years ago. It's the thirtieth no, most fish. popular, thirtieth most popular girl's name in Britain. Two hundred and six. It says it remains popular. Two hundred and sixty-seven children were named it last year. That's not popular. That's a very small number of children. Yeah. In two thousand twelve, it was announced the Scottish Borders Council was to inscribe extracts from the song's lyrics into the pavement at the new developed Market Square. Because um, where though? The cherry blossom in the, the Market Square. Square. Yeah. Which market square? The one in in Galashiels. 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 I prefer it's like Galashiels. Put your Galashiels on, it's raining. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But the Daily Mail in 2013 named the name Kaylee as a career killer in a report which questioned more than 600 workers between the ages of 20 and 35. Kaylee was identified as the kind of modern name that impeded an individual's progress in the jobs market. Is it because whenever they showed up, people just went, uh, do you remember Cherry Blossom in the yeah, Market Square? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not this again. But anyway, we, we went to see Fish, uh, myself and mine. We went and saw him perform this entire album it live. like 10 years ago or something. It was, yeah, and it would have made an interesting graph because everybody there, bar three people, were all 
middle-aged men with like massive ball patches, big beer bellies, right? And then and then there was us three, yeah, in our twenties. I, uh, I remember speaking to several people about it, and they were like, "Oh, my dad was at that gig." And you're like, "Yeah, I think everyone's dad in yeah. Norwich was at that gig, along with us three. <laughs> there's just so many dads there. It's proper dad rock. It's dad fucking rock. great. I love Meridian. Well, I love this Meridian. There's some other good Meridian, but this album's Market amazing. Square Heroes is good. It's a good one that also references Market Square. They just love a Market Square. But when, that's yeah, the main thing to know about them. This song for me sticks out in this whole side really as, oh, yeah. as a very good song um, when it came on this I was like album. Oh, thank god this has oh, come yeah. on yeah quite liked it I guess um, Mate, have you ever listened to the full album that. that's oh, great it's like, fucking incredible it's, it's got little that, spoken man. word bits as well uh, yeah. about spiders wandering aimlessly through the shadow yeah. and, and the bit where he goes the driver guzzles another kind of lager 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's a great bit <laughs> Uh, it's like it's, it's like soft soft prog masterpiece. It's like the softest prog uh, ever. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, I love it. There's there's a big debate actually amongst prog fans. People get really angry that Marillion are described as prog. They're like, no, they're not a prog band, and this is why. So you know, you you might stir up some controversy there, Martin, by saying they're prog. I think it's prog. It's like soft prog though. Neo prog. Yes. <laughs> Except now it's. Yeah, we don't want to stop talking about it because then we've got to talk about <laughs> lots Slate of inferior love. songs. Oh uh, yeah, well, I love Meridian. Yeah, there's only we just one sing, sing the whole album. Uh, we, well, I don't know. Harry better tell us the charts, and we'll, we'll get through these. I'll get furious if it didn't get number one in the Kent. Uh, like the story of the video, we've got sort of young lovers, you know, yeah. and they they meet up in in the future, and they're there with their own kids and that. Oh, it's like fucking disco two thousand. But like in the eighties, yeah, yeah, eighties. Fish actually married the lady in the video. I think he actually uh, married Jarvis Cocker. That would have been good. Uh, no, he, he married uh, this German lady. Is he UK number two? UK number two. Awesome. That's like way better than I thought it would have done. Yeah. It's fucking great. And in the, in the US, they say, "Hey, they're a partner. I like a number seventy-four. Number oh, seventy-four. That's yeah. a big gap. Yeah, they don't they don't get it out there in America. Nah. It's a very sophisticated song. Yeah. And in Ireland, they said, "Oh, I love a Kaylee. <laughs> I love a Kaylee in Ireland. Number four. Yeah, yeah. I don't love them that much, though. That's that. Didn't didn't crack the Kent. Didn't Kent. <laughs> no." No Ken from Marillion, Can you can Ken you knock up all respect? Can you record something, Harry, where over Kaylee you call out Kaylee dance instructions in your wonderful Irish accent? That'd be great. <laughs> you remember, right hand turn. <laughs> I can't even remember how Slave to Love goes. Slave to Love. Slave to Love. For me, Brian, Brian Ferry, Ferry. I like slave him in Roxy love. Music, and that's about it, really. Why is it all these people uh, from good bands then release solo singles that are just like really dull as fuck? I can't remember it at all. It's slave got, had a really to long intro. It's the Kajakuga Slave to Love. Because this song, I thought I didn't know it, and then it hit the chorus, and I was like, oh, I know that. Slave to Love. He still does really well, Brian Ferry. The mums love him. As much as the dads love Meridian. Safety dance. But yeah, that's a pretty, pretty dull song. Uh, yeah. 
Did Brian Ferry do <coughs> any good songs without Roxy music? He did Ferry Cross the Mercy. What time no, that? He didn't know. No, there, there was a. Yeah. Look at him go! He's <laughs> going right across. They've <laughs> 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 oh, done that as well. Thin this song, isn't it? It's just all like flirt. It's like gossamer. He could have done it on a like a massive zip wire. That would have been good. I don't know how big the Mercy is, but it would have been a good charity event. <laughs> Brian Ferry crossed the Mercy. <laughs> I'd sponsor that. He did the right thing for the video. He got a load of sexy models to sing like mime it instead of nice. him. Yeah. That is the right decision. Yeah. Don't want to look at Brian Ferry like look at some nice models. Yeah, some sort of paparazzi following Brian Ferry about while and he's driving about. A lot of people just driving about in videos in the eighties. Yeah, cars were new. Like, cool <laughs> oh God, he's a rock, so He's driving about. Yeah, cars were reserved for the rich and the famous. Yeah, in fact, Brian's getting driven in this, so that's even more posh. What? Can he not drive? Yeah, he just doesn't want to. Oh, Actually, that just is too rich. Uh, this song was in nine and a half weeks. The one with the butter in the bum. And uh, and it was in Kingsman as well, which I'm told is quite good. But I haven't that seen is good. It. Everyone's always that. telling me that's good. Yeah, it is yeah. good. It's good fun. Yeah. It's not like you know, not going to win any Oscars. <laughs> but if you want to laugh, you just want to laugh. Bit of fun yeah. action. Four stars. Um, it's a bit patriarchal, <laughs> isn't it? King's Man. Isn't it about time we had a film called Queen's Woman? Uh, that is the, uh, the the prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Queen's Woman. But did Ferry go across the Mersey, <laughs> all the way across the Atlantic, and round the Cape of Good Hope, and end up on the Ken? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was UK number 10. Not bad. In Canada, it was in number 76. Good work, Canada. You know what you're yeah. on about. In Ireland, they said number 8, my favourite one. I man- mangled it anyway. <laughs> doing number 8 in Irish. Oh, it's number eight. eight. There you go, that's good. <laughs> and uh, in New Zealand, number 11. How many people on a football team? <laughs> yeah, so that was Brian Ferry. That was the ferry that was. David Bowie and the Pat Metheny group. Oh, oh this is so bad. This we just listened really to it bad. so I could remember what it sounded like and I've already forgot how it goes because it's so fucking boring. I mean, it? I I it's thought that Bowie. some of the Bowie songs we've had to endure were, were pretty bad, but this is just awful. And and Pat Metheny, I thought, was supposed to rip it up on the guitar. It's so boring. Oh. This is not America. It's... I don't know what it is. Well, I, I think I've already told you that living in America, but this is not America. <laughs> that would be better. Russia's not America. I've already told you David Bowie's dead. I mean, everyone's told you that, so there's no point bringing that up again. There's a nice, like, there's the sort of a hawk in the video. It's like the hawk from Dynasty. Is it the same it's, one? Does it get the same one in? It's like the hawk from Too Many Cooks as well. That hawk gets all the work. <laughs> yeah. If you want a hawk in Hollywood. Uh, there's a lot of film clips in the video, and that is because it's from the film The Falcon and the Snowman, uh, which I don't, I'm not sure if that is a sequel to The Snowman by Raymond Briggs. I can't say. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I can't say. I know that one. David Bowie. Snowman did, is. David Bowie's the boy from The Snowman, isn't he? 
uh, he does an intro that yeah. I'd never seen before last year. That yeah, was really I think weird. I showed it to you. Yeah, just before he died. But if he, when he's on it, it's, on telly. Like, it's at the start, and he's like, oh, I remember the fateful night when the snowman <laughs> came to me. So, it's like, so he's supposed to be the boy in the snowman. That was David Bowie as a boy. Oh, man, there could have been a great labyrinth snowman crossover there. Yeah. That should have happened. That would have been great, wouldn't it? That's probably what (laughs) fucked him up, turned him into the Goblin King. (laughs) With snowmen molesting him at night. It's not even the molesting, it's just (laughs) making a really really good friend, and in the morning they've melted. I mean, how... Imagine if I got up tomorrow and you'd melted mine. I'd be really quite perturbed and upset by that. Yeah. And I probably would become a Goblin King. (laughs) Anything else to say about this? So little to say. Boring, boring, boring song. Well, that was UK number fourteen. Wow, didn't even do that well. I don't know. I don't know how well Bowie normally charted, but in Ireland they said this is not America. It's Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, and in America they said, "Howdy, partner. This is America." (laughs) Number 32. And in Canada they said, Everybody thinks this is America. Number 23, eh? Eh? And in New Zealand they said, This is not Australia. It's New Zealand. Number 12. Where's the car? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, David Kent said, uh, You all don't know what you're talking about not as good as you think it is he's right <laughs> only number 33 yeah. yeah this is not America mate this is the Kent you're going to have to try harder Kent is awesome he, he really does sort of read things correctly a lot of the time I yeah. find you know yeah. who knows except from Meridian which he forgot to mention twat don't you forget about me Should we talk about Simple Minds? Probably the only other song on this sort of first side of this now that I actually enjoy. I don't even really, really? enjoy it that much. Oh, it's great. really nasty singing on the verses. It's really out of tune. Oh, but just every time I hear it, it gives me this lovely, happy memory of John Bender jumping up in the air, freeze framing, all that stuff. Yeah, the film is good. But and I like the bit that goes... Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's exciting. That bit draws me into the song. I sort of enjoy it because it's unintentionally quite funny because it's so earnest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's way better than that fucking Waterfront song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing they did, for sure. Um, yeah, it's like... If it's one of those songs where I've heard it so much that listening to it again I'm just still sick of it and can't be asked to it really because it's not that exciting it's not terrible but it's a bit overplayed yeah yeah overplayed I guess is, is yeah. a good way but at least that it. that's a better song to overplay than like oh yeah than Slave to Love yeah but Meridian doesn't get overplayed and that should be played all the time everywhere um, I don't know I think I don't think it's a bad song Maybe, maybe it's that thing again when you've I had to listen to a lot of bad songs and I don't think it's that bad but I don't think it's like great either it's not like a song I'd like to listen to in my own time I don't know it's kind of gained this other than listening to Nels for a podcast <laughs> I, I think <laughs> other than yeah. taking up all my free time to it, listen to yeah, yeah. fucking music yeah. I think I think like if it didn't have those sort of uh, 
links in my head to Breakfast Club I probably wouldn't think of yeah. as much of it but yeah. you know I think The Breakfast Club's a good film oh yeah I like that film sure so this was written by a producer a guy called Ken Forsey Ken Ken Forsey oh no, not Ken music reporter Ken Forsey was oh. he like, he's alright Ken he's just a little bit Forsey <laughs> can you be Forsey <laughs> right. get a bit yeah. Forsey on you go on you know but yeah written by him and the guitarist for Nina Hagen called Steve Schiff I don't really know who Nina Hagen is she's like a, a crazy German new wavy singer she did a song that oh no that's uh is that like, I'm getting confused with Nina. Yeah, that's what I was like. What? Is the, oh, yeah, Nina was German as well, Nina. wasn't she? Yeah. They're all called Nina in German. Nina or Nana, Nina, Nuna. <laughs> popular <laughs> names. Another Spotter's Badge. Spotter's Badge. Another odd looking front man. Yeah, another weird, unmarketable looking that's lad. Weird. He does weird look. Um, <coughs> look as weird as he did. He couldn't have been that bad did looking. She? She's with Jim Kerr, isn't it? Jim Kerr, Simple Minds. Yeah, probably. that's who she was with before she was with Liam Gallagher. Oh. Well, it's the standard like let's cut some film clips together with them playing in a room. Yeah, kind of video, nothing to write home about really. But it's a pretty big single. UK number seven yeah. in America, number one, wow. number one. Uh, that film was massive, wasn't it? Yeah, in New Zealand, number three, mate. Yeah. In Ireland, they're number three as well. I'll give it a number three. Sure. In Canada, they said, We'll have breakfast. Number one! <laughs> <laughs> David Kent says it's the most important meal of the day. <laughs> but only a number six. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this was the best selling single in Belgium in 1984. It's, wow. it's got a Belgian vibe, for yeah. sure. Yeah. As a yeah, very forgetful <laughs> Belgian team was. Hey, 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 Don't forget about Belgium. It is yeah. up there in the low country somewhere. We know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, mate. I've yeah. seen it. I've been there as well. forget. There's uh, a really good museum in Brussels of musical instruments. Uh, it's really good. I went to a chocolate museum in Bruges. Did you? Yeah. Was it like that film in Bruges that I haven't seen, but... <laughs> I like that film's really good. You should watch oh, it. Really, it's like really it. good. So I've got to watch In Bruges and what was the other film? The Kingsman. The Kingsman. I'd watch In Bruges over Kingsman. Okay. Because yeah. like In Bruges is like really, really, really yeah. good black comedy. Yeah. Kingsman's like just you know a good bit of fun. can't think of a suitable segue but the power station get it on yeah oh god they're a super band are they they're a super group yeah, yeah. Robert Palmer yeah. addicted to love drummer from Chic yeah and, and the Taylors from Duran Duran yeah one of them John and Andy Taylors. they started out when they were really drunk and Andy Taylor went up to uh Robert Palmer's like, when are you going to sing on a fucking good song? <laughs> and, like, and then they all went and got drunk. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and then said, we should do, do a songwriting <laughs> session. And then they got drunk and came out and went, we didn't write songs, so let's just cover <laughs> someone else's song badly. Well, that's why they got together, was to do <laughs> this. What, John and Andy were eager to branch out from the synthesizer heavy pop of Duran Duran and play some Led Zeppelin flavoured rock and roll. I mean, this is T Rex flavoured rock and roll. Yeah, I think it's um, a There are people from Chic. 
I then got like really excited. I found out all these really cool facts about it, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" John Peel, Mark Bolan fell out over it. Rick Wakeman was on it. All Blue Weaver. I don't know. Fucking, uh, you know, what? on get it on like Mark Volman, Howard Kalen were singing on it. You know, what, uh, Flo and Eddie. No, because I went. I was like, "Oh, this is really good," and then I realised I was just reading about the original version, <laughs> no, which no. is much better. Right, I'll flow an Eddie on the original version. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly, and that really sums up the song for me, that uh, I get really excited by all the, the Mark Bolan-ness of it. It's a really good T-Rex song, but it didn't need a redundant cover. Isn't this just like a bad-sounding 80s cover with yeah. 80s guitar solo and bass solo in it? It doesn't well, even have the high, like... Harmony in the chorus, no, and the falsetto bit. That's like no. one of the bits that makes the song memorable. Like, don't take that bit out, you idiot. Just go and listen to the original. The video was a super colourful '80s explosion of '80sness. Yeah, <laughs> quite good. They were cocking about with stop motion as well. Just cocking about, just messing just about, with, about it. with it. Yeah, it's alright. Nice. Um, <laughs> Seems weird to cock around with stop motion because it's such like a slow, laborious process. Like, I'm going to cock around with it. So I'm going to make it like, <laughs> yeah. play with his dick. I'll just move that take a picture yeah. <laughs> just do that again <laughs> a day later look look I've, about. I've got two seconds of animation <laughs> tiny amount <laughs> I think apparently Nick Park really really dug that sketch yeah yeah it is fucking great that sketch another another classic track on a now that sends me off into a reverie about something I'd rather be doing <laughs> UK number 22. Yeah. What are the UK like? Yeah. In America. Howdy, partner. We like it. Number nine. Number yeah. nine. Yeah. I think were quite big in America, weren't they? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Duran Duran, all right. Yeah, we're, but we're breaking away from Duran Duran. But yeah, this is the power station. Get number one, I guess, you know. Cause Named after the studio recorded where they recorded it, the power station. In Ireland, they said, we like it. Number 12. Hello, it's David Kent here again. Hello, David. This gets into my is it top David ten. or Michael? Well, did we? It's David. It is definitely David. Yeah, Michael's uh, is evil. Sure it was David. Uh, yeah, number eight, mate. Number eight. Really? Yeah. Yes, That were bad. China Crisis, Black Man Ray. From whence? In hell. From whence came the questions that I asked yeah, you at the start? Weekend. I still can't even remember this Is song. It, I, I don't know if it's got anything to do with the photographer Man Ray. It's that kind of middle of the roadness of music that bothers me a lot more than something just like cherish and like the Brian Ferry I song. Just, and like just fucking like fucking commit to a side of the road. Paul be really song. horrible and abrasive or be or whatever be really sickly and smooth but just in the middle it's like I, you, you don't even care enough to like bring up a bit of passion here what do you want from me like just to sit here and like oh yeah it's just yeah this this now has a lot of that it seems or at least this first disc does yeah like about three or four songs that are just fucking middle of the road boring oh, ballady middle of the road crap. class bloody house in suburbia, yuppie, yuppie, with a cat painting, rock painting woman lurking about. <laughs> um, yeah, God, it's just rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, it's really rubbish. This maybe maybe you have to take loads of coke to appreciate it. I don't know. 
oh god you'd have to have something more than coke yeah but you could like uh, maybe Dr Pepper (laughs) yeah (laughs) Fanta yeah might make it bearable it's just Uh, nothing it's nothing to say about China crisis is there they are the other than fuck off yeah (laughs) China crisis you pricks yeah, I don't know, I'm not into them. I mean, I don't at least know who they are really. The, ne- the next song is pretty ghastly, but at least it's you know I can actually remember the hook from it. Well, this China Crisis UK number fourteen. Yeah. Uh, Canadian number fifty-four, mate. Irish number thirteen, and New Zealand number fifteen, and David Kent number thirty. So yeah, nice one, Kent. Not too bad. To yeah, be it's condemned. Much better than it deserved. As you have probably mentioned before, that I quite like Phil Collins, but this song is not one of the reasons why I like him. Well, it's, it's again, it's very middle of the road, pap, and it's just not. It's it's, one more it's, night, it's, by the way. It's like depressing. Oh yeah, one more night. But it, it's not even. Um, it's not anything new for Phil. Like all the all the drum machine, all drum machine beats, the stuff he's done before. It's like, can you just write "Take a Look at Me Now" again, but make it a bit more smooth? Well, you know, I sort of. Well, <sighs> My feeling on this song was, it was a bad song, but compared to all of the other middle-of-the-road schmaltzy songs, this is probably like the best one of the middle-of-the-road schmaltzy songs on this disc. I think he was good at constructing a uh, bland song. I like it better than China Crisis, I liked it better than, uh, you know, the, whatever other ones we've had, Slave to Love, oh, the Paul Young one. Uh, but and the sense. only thing that saved it was a bit of saxophone oh, halfway yeah. through. Well, because, like, take a look at me now, which we had. It's actually quite rousing. Yeah. I'm not going to say arousing, but it, it's got well, some feeling I would in say it. Arousing. You know, it's got some feeling, it's got a nice chorus that rebuilds. Yeah. This, this doesn't really go anywhere. There's a bit more going on. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty really timid, be. isn't it? Well, it's like he was asleep when he wrote, arranged, recorded, and performed it. This guy who's doing the Wikipedia articles for everything, that anal guy, he had a little pop Anal it. guy? He had a little he? pop it. Yeah, what he did said, he say? Well, he said this, this is just in the, I don't know where it was, in what context, but he just said this song, which has no hook. <laughs> but I think he meant like musically it really doesn't have like a hook part, yeah. but it's also like a critique of it. And I was like, you're not bloody wrong, it doesn't have a hook, it just doesn't go anywhere. It's just the same thing over and over. Yeah, I can't remember the verse now. Yeah. I just remember... One more night. Yes. Yeah, because I can't live forever. God, he can, he's, can live forever. Too long anyway. <laughs> oh, leave Phil alone. He's alright. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I will defend Phil all the time, but I wouldn't use this as ammunition. Yeah. I'd have to go, fair enough, that's a bad song. Considering, I can't book. Well, I considering like... he Considering, around the same time he released his studio, which well derided for being a knockoff of 1999 by Prince it's at least upbeat and has horns and shit well I, I like Phil Collins I like him boiled fried any which way you fucking want Lord. if you're listening Phil ignore him I'll uh he's just jealous that he was never a Genesis when they when Genesis were good not Genesis were always good not, apart not from the, calling all stations not in the 90s 
Not in, not calling all stations. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was in Genesis when he was that sort of weird snake thing that made Eve eat the apple. <laughs> hey, zing. Yeah, wanker. <laughs> he doesn't care what I think anyway. He only cares what David Kent thinks. Oh, well. Uh-oh. <clears throat> well, this was a UK number four, so, yeah. Yeah, they, they love a bit of Phil in the UK. Fair dues, you know. Everyone did love Phil then. The backlash yeah. was later. Uh, New Zealand number five. Not bad. Going all right down under. In Ireland, they said, I like it number four. Yeah. Uh, in America, they said, Howdy, partner. It's America number one. Wow. America number one. Oh, that gets number one. <laughs> and in Canada, they said, Oh, we like it number one. Concepto. Wow. <laughs> hey. I like it. It's not my favourite this week. It's my second favourite this week. Uh, so, I'm gonna, two. so I'm going to put it at number 20. <laughs> <laughs> number two. That's, yeah. It's pretty so well. It's a pretty good big hit everywhere. Yeah. I think he's just like, sells records off the Phil Collins brand, yeah? Yeah. People yeah. just know Phil. What so, is that brand exactly? Phil Brown. Being a weird little balding man. Yeah. So I normally tell you what, you know what's been in the charts that isn't on it but that's going to overlap with what you do so I'll do it my bit and then you can always cut it out later if it interferes with your bit okay because um, The Power of Love Frankie Goes to Hollywood much better song than most of these that charted between now four and five I'm so excited The Point of Sisters you had Do They Know It's Christmas charting and also the We Are The World so this was like this was the beginning (sighs) of all the 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 Starvation Solution singles, whatever they call yeah. them. So you also had a load of Christmas songs because Christmas fell there, including Last Christmas. You've got I Want to Know What Love Is. Can you name the band who sung what? I Want to Know What Love Is? I want to know what love is. It's going to be something like, is it one of these like rock bands that are called like Chicago, Boston? Exactly, like, keep going. Uh, what other play ones oh. are there? Uh, Asia. No. Japan. Uh, Japan. No. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's, Europe. It's sort uh, of not a country, so, oh. but it relates to countries in a way. China White. No, oh, it was China foreigner. Crisis. Foreigner. 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 Oh, see. Oh, there you go. You also it. had bloody 1999 by Prince. Oh, that's a fucking banger. Why, released, why couldn't we get that? Released as a double A side with a little red Corvette. You had Solid as Rock, Ashford and Simpson. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. The Better Dead or Alive song. You also had the uh, Smith song, the, the one that goes... That was all there, yeah. How soon is now? That's another good name for the podcast. How soon is now? So, do they know it's Christmas? We're still in the charts in February. That kind of makes sense because they're raising money for for famine. But last Christmas was also in the charts in February. Had they figured out it was Christmas by February? I don't know. Material Girl by Madonna, Easy Lover, a much better Phil Collins. Oh, that song is so good. And Get also, you've got me. 19 by Paul Hardcastle, which will be relevant oh, yeah, in a well, disc's yeah. time. Yeah. So I didn't. I thought um, 19 was like a really old song, but they literally brought out the no, no, 19 not out about a month later. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Oh, and Into the Groove, my favourite early Madonna song that came out as well. Fair enough. From Desperately Seeking Susan. That film that. So did. yeah, that sort of brings us to the end of 1984 in. In music, doesn't it? Say it properly, Harry. 1984. No, 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 19. No, 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 19, not out. We've got got another disc to go. 
Yeah, yeah. And then what I know it's sort of yeah, but that but we're like up to August '85 in reality, oh, so yeah, we sort yeah. of have kind of finished '84 okay. yeah, like ages know. ago. Don't know how. So yeah, uh, some notable stuff in music in 1984. Relax hit number one on the 21st of January. That was the day I was born. Relax. Yeah. Relax hit number one. Well, that was like three nouns ago. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. This is just a summary of the year. Come on. Give yeah. up the time. Oh, the year. Sorry. Um, yeah, so on December the 2nd, when uh, The Power of Love went to number one, uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood became the first band since Jerry and the Pacemakers and the second of all time to get their first three singles to number one. Spice Girls did that, mate. Oh, well, there you go. And they got more, wasn't it? Like the first four or five or something. Spice Girl Power. So on uh, December the 3rd, Band Aid <laughs> released Do They Know It's Christmas, fastest selling, album, uh, selling single of all time. Really? Still? Time. I don't know if it still is. I'm not sure if it still is. Do you want to know the year-end chart? I've got the top 25 singles of yeah, the year. Please, Go on, please tell me now. <coughs> Surely Frankie's number one, right? We'll see. This is UK, is it? Yeah. So it's not nothing to do with Kent. No. He's got his own... No. No. Well, there is a Kent end-of-year chart, so we could have a look at that. Um, we'll have a look at that next disc. Yeah, we'll have a look at that next Because I want to take That's a look at That's the main event. Number 20, What's Love Got to Do With It? by Tina Turner yeah. Yeah, 20th biggest of the year Against All Odds Phil Collins at number 19 yep that's a good one uh, Like a Virgin by Madonna oh, number 18 nice. oh I wish we had that at uh, number good. 17 The Reflex is the that was a much better chorus than Tina Turner wasn't it yeah. yeah and it had the why don't, don't you use it, it. Yeah. great I love that uh, number 16 we've got The Power of love, I false love. Hey, you sing that really high. That's the yeah. Frankie Goes to Hollywood song, really isn't it? My soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number fifteen, ninety-nine red balloons. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah. Uh, number fourteen, we all stand together. Um, uh, don't Paul, know what McCart- that song is. Paul McCartney and the Frog Chorus. That wasn't uh, even on her now, was it? Nope. Nope. No. Fourteenth biggest. Yeah, I liked that song when I was little because it had like a cartoon, like a like mm. twenty-minute cartoon, and I used to love that cartoon. So it did have a frog I didn't in know it. how embarrassing and stupid it was that he'd made it. No mm. more lonely frogs. No more <laughs> lonely frogs. <laughs> and number thirteen. Wait. Yeah, yeah. running through my mind. It's number twelve, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, yeah. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. Let me rock a Chaka Khan because I feel for you. I feel for you. That one, I feel for you by Chaka Khan. Number eleven, wake me up before yeah. you go go. Pretty good selection. Number ten, Freedom by Wham. Yeah, that's good. Number nine, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I didn't put that in the playlist. Ray Parker Jr. Not bad. Considering it sort of well, Ghostbusters came out in like August '84, I think. Number eight, do do do, push by that bullshit tree. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. Number eight, man. Was that was that a re-release? That's what it went. No, it did originally no, come out in the '70s. I think it was the '80s. I was listening to, I was talking to Robbie about Black Lace recently because he'd never my housemate Robbie, and we found uh, Billy. Don't be a hero. They're still together, and then like. 
about six years ago they released an album of all their classic songs but it was called like the blue album oh. and they changed all the lyrics so they're dirty <coughs> instead of Agadu it's have a screw 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 oh, nice <laughs> <laughs> he keeps trying to beat like he went on The Voice he went on something else as well really the black he keeps trying to do, he's not very good <laughs> you don't have to be good to sing Hackadoo no but you do to win The Voice yeah but yeah, no one's gonna, gonna no one's gonna go chair. through like the final of the voice and that. What what are you gonna sing for the big final? <laughs> I was gonna sing Hagadoo. Ah, we amazed it. Oh, fucking hell! I fall off my chair. Number seven. Hello. Oh, is yes. it me you're looking for? Number six, last Christmas I gave you my heart. Not keen on which that. Which was a double A side with anything, everything she wants. Number five, Careless Whisper. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty choosing, got no rhythm. I mean, that is George good. Michael. That's so he's good. obviously split up from originally there, hasn't he? Gone, so. it, gone it alone, because that's him as a solo artist. So number four, got two traps, go to war, yeah, Frankie. Yeah. Good. Number three, relax. Yeah. Not only number three. What? So what else? But even relax? then, Frankie are doing what good in this chart. Relax. Outsole relax. What? Two songs that outsole yeah. relax. I don't know how this even happened because relax is the sixth biggest selling single of all time. So I don't know how this is even but possible. I guess that's over all time rather than just well. in that one year. Mm. No, it would be its time in the chart. I would imagine. I don't know if they just keep adding it and adding it, do they? Surely. Okay, go It's got to be like original release, isn't it? Number two, I just called to just say I love you. Yeah. Number two, I don't know how it managed to. S- it, it's all more than relax. No, it's a really even bigger singer selling single thing. And the biggest selling single of the year. Do They Know It's Christmas by Band Aid oh, there you yeah, go yeah. which sold more in the last four weeks of 1984 than Relax managed to do staying on the charts for 42 weeks yeah it's the famine thing isn't it because it's in. a terrible song it's such a terrible song that even Bob Geldof admits it's a terrible song I mean I'm not fucking against... crap song and give me the fucking money I'm not <laughs> I'm not against you know doing a charity single but it's just really poorly written Albums, top ten albums of the year. Number ten, now four. Well done. Yeah. Oh, but that was terrible. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, number nine, An Innocent Man, Billy Joel. Oh, nice. I hope that for the longest time on that one. I, I don't know. Number eight, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Yeah. Frankie Goes yeah. to Hollywood. Yeah. Number seven, Diamond Life by Sade. We haven't heard any of her, have we? No, she's been in the charts, just yeah. not on her now, because obviously she's not in the ro- on the right record label. Yeah. On the coffee table, Sade. Um, that's just how I like to have Sade. <laughs> <laughs> well, number six, massive selling album, but only the sixth biggest of the year, Thriller. Wow. Yeah, massive. I like the best selling album of all time. One of them, isn't it? I yeah. think I think it, I think yeah. it is, Stop but there. I guess that's like America as well. Mm. Yeah. Number five, now three. That was a good one. I had white lines and all that. Make it big by Wham at number four. Is that what they called it? Make it big. Make Brilliant. it big. Nice. Nice. Number three, cool. Legend. Bob Marley and the Wailers. Yeah. Number two, Hits One. Boo. Oh, fuck you, Hits, hits One. Hits One. And the number one selling album of nineteen eighty four. 
Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie. Mm. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the Brit Awards, 2018, 1984. Hang on, hang on let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> cool, so, the 1984 Brit Awards. Who would win these crazy zany awards that were once interesting in the Ooh. 90s? Best British producer, bit of a rubbish one. Best British producer, Steve Levine. None of these great people we've been hearing. The Fucking guy that Trevor did, Horn. Well, this is the guy. That's that uh, I voted for. This is the guy that did Culture Club. Oh come on, Trevor Fucking Horn. Best classical recording. Anyone want to take a guess? Oh, you'll never Nigel, guess. Nigel Kennedy, Yo-Yo Lamar, whatever her name was. Yeah, Kachikuku. Yeah, oh, yes, close. Close. <laughs> it was Kiri Kanawa. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah, they do that good single with yeah. with, with, with uh, the, the famous songs of the Auvergne. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The slap bass Song, guy. Songs, songs, songs from, from the oven. From the <laughs> oven. <laughs> <laughs> Best international artist? Anyone? Jackson. Yeah. Oh, that's going to take Lionel Richie after his huge success. British breakthrough act. The Mal. No. Who's, who's new in Britain? Uh, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Surely. No. Well, but they, no. they were they were all over 84 I know you'd have thought so wouldn't you uh, I guess not Paul Young he's already Paul broken young. through with toast yeah <laughs> and not breakthrough. I guess Frankie Goes Hollywood were a bit, bit controversial weren't they yeah I suppose we the yeah. British female solo artist uh, uh, Moyet was it no. Moyet Jackie Graham oh, it's not that many women no, like someone who you'd probably still think of actually being in their band before they went solo Lennox yeah yeah it was Lennox British group Duran Duran nope yeah Duran Duran surely nope. no nope. Spandau nope China crisis oh god no simple mind <laughs> no go on Frankie goes to Hollywood no, no not Frankie culture club got it uh, uh yeah, yeah yeah okay uh, male solo artist Lamal no we've already had Paul, Paul Young haven't we uh, he can win he can win multiple Phil yeah Phil's Phil no, doesn't write that either. No, you're, you're moving in the right direction. Someone who's at the height of their kitchenness. Uh, their best era. Not, not oh, Howard Jones. Yeah. Oh, Bowie, Bowie really? Bowie, yeah, British male so Oh, artist. my God. He must have so much goodwill for his work yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. His E songs are Oh, bad. God, no, that goodwill lasted up till he died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, best-selling single, don't really... I, I think these awards might be from 1983. <laughs> But best-selling single isn't an opinion, is it? Well, I it's, guess it's a fact. Well, I it guess relax? it has to be stuff that's already happened yeah. or they relax? couldn't do it. <laughs> no? Because surely best-selling single, unlike the yeah, other well, ones, I is think a they're fact, having them, They have them at the start of the year, so oh, I think this right. is like really stuff that's been out the year before. Okay. What was it then? Culture Club Karma Chameleon. Oh, oh, yeah. Tune. Tune! Uh, outstanding contribution went to George Martin. And the Sony Award for Technical Excellence. It's the first annual Sony Award. <laughs> technical <laughs> Excellence. Excellence. <laughs> <laughs> outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Yeah, you need to sing the whole thing. Just talk it. <laughs> it's the first annual Montgomery Burns. <laughs> <laughs> right, it goes to the Spandau Ballet yeah oh, my yeah. voice <laughs> oh, yes yeah. so yeah we're well and truly into 85 now we'll come back with side 2 and Another some day. stuff that happened in 1985 yeah bye Frankie. everybody Frankie what? hi guys thanks for listening <laughs> yeah that's the one <laughs> hi guys thanks for listening 
you can find us online on the socials. Twitter and Instagram at NWT underscore podcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See, it's good. <laughs> 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 <laughs>